This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Lillian Crawford. And I'm Laura Beth Wells. Wow, it's the family affair here. (laughs) (laughs) I have two actresses with me today, and I am really excited that y'all are here. You're going to be performing at the Old City uh, Performing Arts Center, the River and Rail Theater Company. Mm -hmm. And Lillian, you're in the show. I mean, this is not your first gig either. No, it isn't. What was your first acting job? I mean, your first acting show here in Knoxville. You've been in children's theater. You've been in school stuff. You've been in... Uh, I think it was... Um, I think it was Matilda Beaumont. Was that the That's first a one? good that, show. That was the first That's, one. Matilda's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I didn't know what, anything about it. I watched the video of it recently. I loved it. And now I'm thinking I want to go see it again <laughs> when my grandkids are in town. It was so much fun. So, and Laura Beth, you're also in this show. Now, yes, you and I have, I uh, Laura's LB has been here before um, to be on the Frank and Friends show. And also, I don't know if you knew this, but I recently um, interviewed your mom for PBS. Mm-hmm. And we so covered cool. a lot of your fabulous career. Mm-hmm. But this show hadn't come along yet. Not yet. Yeah. And who are you in this particular show called Fun Home? It's called Fun Home. Uh, I play Alison Bechtel. And the she's a real person who wrote the book. Yes, wrote she the... is a real person. She's most uh, well known for her. She's a cartoonist. Um, uh, she's a lesbian, so she deals with LGBTQ issues uh, in her in her work. And she did you get the role because your initials are LB? <laughs> Alison Bechtel. <laughs> that was cool. um, and um, uh, she also wrote. Uh, a graphic novel that is a it's an autobiography it's a memoir about her life growing up with her father in a small rural Pennsylvania town mm-hmm. and um of course she you know so herself coming out and growing up gay in this small and then in a small out, town is different than yeah. in a big city yeah and yeah. finding out that her father was gay um and and then he um uh he tragically i mean this is in the graphic novel yeah. it's not no spoiler alerts. He commits suicide oh. about uh, four months after she came out, and so this was her way of. Oh, she had a lot to deal with. Dealing with, with yeah, right, that's because heavy she talks stuff. about it, it. She talks about it in 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 a lot of her work that she processes through drawing. Yeah, no kidding. And um and the the um, composers Janine Tesori and Lisa Crone they turned it into a musical which well, seems you know what? really counterintuitive but it is a okay. beautiful I've, beautiful show and a beautiful I beautiful will defend score. it because some of the most beautiful operas in history are about suicide murder mm-hmm. inside you pick a thing pick pick I don't want to say everything but you know what I mean and I would and actually I, yeah I would actually Compare it a lot to something like like an opera where you're well, dealing with these these themes. I'm acquainted with a famous local opera beautiful. singer who often tells me, you know, Frank, opera's not the day that nothing happened. That's right. Fun <laughs> <laughs> Home is also the day, not the day that nothing happened. Now, um, and speaking of opera, in many operas that I've seen, and you've probably seen your fair share of operas too, I'm guessing, Lillian. I have. <laughs> um, but like A Hansel and Gretel is the first one that comes to mind, but there's also one that... That's an opera? There mm-hmm. is an opera version of it, and it's yeah. written by Engelbert Humperdinck, which is a reference that'll go f- straight over your head. It's a very strange name. And so strange that there's some random Welsh singer who had like a very boring, regular name. He changed his professional name to Engelbert Humperdinck so that <laughs> he could be a pop singer in the 1970s. He, named, he changed his name to be the same as this opera writer from the 1800s. But um, in that, it's traditional to have the brother, Hansel, played by a soprano, female, and it's called a pants roll. And it's very common in opera to have a pants roll when you need... uh, I mean, look at... Even in cartoons, you know, Bart Simpson has been played by a woman for 30, 40, whatever long that show's been on TV, you know, 30 years. 
And you, as I understand it, have a pants roll, right? Yes. <laughs> so, like, uh, so what is your part? How do, what do you do? Um, I'm going to be playing Christian Bechtel. Okay. The older brother of your of- mom. <laughs> so we have to explain that. Yes, but how, how can you be your mom's older brother? Well, the reason that I am my mom's old, older brother <laughs> is because the account of the story is her looking back on her life. Yeah. Like, her life when she was a kid, when she was in college. And when she was a kid, her younger brother, John... Well, that's an entirely separate thing. But there's, the more, but there's three actresses but who play Allison, is what we're getting there's to. There's three but. actresses that play Allison... And young Allison has two brothers. Um, well, together Allisons do have two brothers, but they're never actually explicitly seen. Yeah. But they exist. But for young Allison, the two brothers, they make commercials together. They stay in New York together. They have experiences together. That's fun. Like... And now, so Fun Home is one of the commercials they make, right? Fun Home is one of the commercials they make, yeah. Because... They're talking about their dad owns a funeral home. Which is why I'm interested in the story. (laughs) Because I have a morbid sense of humor. (laughs) And they call the funeral home the fun home. Put the fun in funeral. That's right. And they made up a jingle, a song? Yeah, they did. How does it go? You want me to sing the whole thing? Well, no, No. but you can sing part of it. Just a little bit. A little taste. Teaser. Come to the fun home. That's the Bechtel funeral home, baby. Stop by the fun home. We got Kleenex in your choice of psalm. Stop by the fun home. Think of Bechtel when you need to embalm. You've got no reason to roam. Use the Bechtel funeral home. What it is, what it is. Who, who, who. What it is, what it is now, baby. Who, who, who. Oh, that's really fun. That's really fun. Yeah, got it's that. one of the best numbers in the show. And the great thing is that as... Adult Allison, I'm on stage the whole time watching my own memories. Yes, of course. And so yeah. I get to see I get to see all of the the fun the fun moments. Oh, I that is it. outstanding. I love watching it. They do a great job. Yeah, because when I was a kid, I was I mean I was a nosy. My cousins and I we explored the back rooms of the funeral home during my uncle Jack's uh, funeral, and we walked in on some poor dead guy, and it was you know scary and startling. Um, so I'm that's that part really cracks me up. And also, there's a, a movie, I think they made it twice, it's called maybe Death at a Funeral or something, oh. where it was a similar uh, plot twist, and it happens fairly early on, so I don't think I'm spoiling it, where the patriarch of the family dies, mm-hmm. and then, I believe it's Peter Dinklage in the British version, and I forget the name of the actor, I have to look it up in the American version, who shows up and says... I was your dad's lover. <laughs> so it's, that, that's how the family finds out in that particular show, because he wants a piece of the inheritance, he wants some of the money. Oh, God. Um, but this is, you know, uh, based on an actual true story mm-hmm. that yeah. Allison Bechtel went through. In, in, uh, now, what about the middle Allison? Who's, or the younger and the middle, I guess. We need both. Um, Anna Smith is, is her name, and she is local... Uh, well, she grew up in Knoxville and mm-hmm. um, and then went to college um, in New York and is currently in New York yeah. working, but has come back here um, and is middle Allison. And Love. that's supposed to be college age, around 18, 19. An important age of um, discovery and things yes, like that. Yes, yes, which is um, how old she was when she came out. 
to her family and how old she was when, when, her, dad when, died. when, her, when her dad died. And what um, about little Allison, our youngest? Young Allison is supposed to be around eight. Uh-huh. Around eight or nine, is it nine? Yeah. Yeah, around eight or nine. And uh, that is being played by um, a girl named Zoe, and she is from Brooklyn. And her, She's her, lovely. Does she yes. talk like this? No, she, <laughs> she does, does not, not talk like that. <laughs> Do you have she, to talk like that? <laughs> no. She's an extremely nice person. She's really nice. And I love yes, it. Zoe she and I are really good friends. Lovely. Yeah, she is. She's lovely. And yeah, the, uh, she's I don't know if you knew this, but I'm actually from New York myself. I grew New York up in... New York, yeah. well, I am. You're of course, not. yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. You're the original Broadway baby. <laughs> um, so uh, what I'm also interested in is I remember, I have to look at the cast, list, mm-hmm. but I recognized a few folks in the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily Helton, is she in the show? Yes, Emily Helton uh, plays Joan. She's, I've seen her in multiple shows at the old Flying Anvil Theater. Wow, she's yes. terrific. Yeah, absolutely terrific. She plays Joan, which is um, medium Allison, uh, college-age Allison's first girlfriend, uh-huh. who factors in um, a lot into that part of, of the course, story. Of course, of um, course. Yeah, she's fantastic. And who else is in the cast off the top of your head? Uh, Parker. Um, is playing, there's a track, it's called a Tentra track, sort of, it's uh, all the other male roles that yeah. are not um, Did I just learn a theatrical term that I didn't know before? <laughs> I don't know if it's an actual technical term, but it's what we've been referring to it as. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Parker Jenkins, um, and also um, a graduate of the UT Theater Department. Fantastic. Um, who's out, like Emily, working professionally in, mm-hmm. in the business. And um, then Brian Gligger is playing Bruce, my dad, mm. um, who uh, is also a graduate. Um, nice. I forget what year he graduated from the MFA program at, at yeah. UT. It's not um, a quiz. It's just a, <laughs> just a conversation. And then, and then Katie Wolf, and then is, Katie playing Wolf um, is playing Helen, Helen, the mother. Now, I know, I, I guess I met Katie a long, long time ago. She used to run the sound company Children's Choir, mm-hmm. and my daughter was in that oh, when we great. first moved here to Tennessee. And I was excited to see her name in there, too, because I thought she had relocated to New York Full time, sort of, yeah, spending, you know, both back and forth, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Because she had a showcase um, for her singers in New York recently, yes. and I know this because I've done shows with two of her students. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I recognize these yeah. people. Yeah, back and this forth. Is... In fact, I think there was one day where, um, yeah, she was leaving rehearsal a little early so she could go catch a flight. Oh, to, to go do, do the yeah, one of the showcase. It was just the other day. It was yeah. probably the mm-hmm. same thing. It was, yeah. Same thing. All right, Lillian, let's talk more about you because you obviously grew up in and around show business. You, I met you a long time ago when you were a toddler. And you're, I don't know, you might not even know this, but um, I was at a, I'm seeing an event. It was a Christmas tree lighting. And your grandparents brought you to it and I was out in Farragut. And uh, somebody said, Frank, you got to come over and see this adorable girl who can sing Rocky Top. <laughs> so <laughs> That was an embarrassing time of my life. <laughs> I look back on those videos and I think, how did anyone let me live with this guilt? <laughs> well, I was the DJ. I was the dumb DJ who put you on the radio that day. <laughs> you were excellent. Excellent. No, I wasn't. You were excellent, and um, I, I didn't want to say it right at the beginning in case, you know, you stormed off. <laughs> no, you're fine with it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and also, I met you when um, I was the MC for the, uh, the Knoxville Symphony Orchestra Clayton Holiday concert. Uh, you were, came to see that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've, anyway, I'm aware of you, but how did you now... 
uh, being um, with your dad being an opera singer, your mom being an act Broadway actress. How did you decide? What I guess there's no way to say. Um, how did you decide to become an actress? Because you're almost destined to it. You'd have to like fight against it if you didn't well, want to do it. I kind of just. I mean, when we first moved here, I had to sit through Christmas Christmas Carol. I learned all the songs. I, <laughs> I basically got free voice lessons from all of the voice faculty there. Because your mom, Clarence Brown, you're in it almost every year, right? LB? Because yeah, I would sit backstage during rehearsals, and I would sit backstage during shows, and that's fantastic. Just yeah, it was basically just like lots of the voice faculty would come back, and I just got lessons from them sometimes. And then my mom taught at KCT for a while. That's the Knoxville Children's Theater. Yes, and that's a good. I would always sit in her classes, and I would sit through those. And I did a couple of classes myself. And then, um, I went over there to do an episode. They had their own spoof of a Christmas Carol this past year. Yes, and the Carol. I went. Well, that o- was amazing. I went over and did. I went to one of the rehearsals and, and met the cast and talked to some of the folks, including the director. It was real fun. You really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show, and they um, just uh, they did they recently do uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah, Is that right? I think that's on at the moment. Yeah, and I did and I did some stuff at KCT. Um, yeah, just like some classes and stuff like that that had like small performances and stuff like that. Great, great. And then. Um, I, I was, when I was in like third grade, I moved to Beaumont. Yeah. And they had, that year, for the fourth and fifth graders, they did, what was, they did Schoolhouse Rock. Mm-hmm. And I watched that on virtual, and I was like, oh, cool. And they announced that they were going to do Matilda the next year, and I decided to audition. Yeah. And it was a weird audition process. We had been to the theme park the day before, so it was a super weird audition <laughs> process. And I was sick and everything. And I got Miss Honey. Nice. And. That's a fun show. It, it really is a fun show. I recommend that. It's a really good There's show. There's a production of it this summer. The um, Holston Show Choir is Children's doing. Children's Theater's also doing it. Matilda? Uh-huh. Oh, then I want to go see that with I, my. I might have already done it. When my grandsons but are in town. That'll be fun. Really good show. They did cut a lot of good songs, but it's still a really good show. And what about Beauty and the Beast? Is that another one? Yeah, they're they're doing that. Who is? Beaumont. Is, that Beaumont is, yeah. Um. I'm just, I'm one of the narrators, but it's... And that's, you're doing double I'm, duty at the moment. Yeah, right I am. Now. I'm doing that in Fun Home, but nice. um, it's, it's going to, it's starring um, Ariana Browning and um, Lucas McIntosh as... The title characters. Uh, as the title characters. Bellamy's. That's fantastic. And with, um, yeah, yeah. Good, and I think that narrator is an important part of that story because there's so much that's going on, Absolutely. you know, with the the enchanted everything, and you know, even in the in the movies and the cartoons, there's always been some kind of explanation that goes along. So that's yeah. nice, very good, an important part. I was always the narrator in all my school plays when I was a kid. And so. Amanda Taylor is the director. Of nice, the show. excellent. Well, Beaumont is uh, like a magnet school, yeah. or mm-hmm. what? It's like a, it's the arts magnet school. Arts magnet in school in Knox County. Fantastic. So you got this part in um, Fun Home, and what's the process? How hard is it it's to learn? It's actually not that hard. Um, it's really more of like a, if you learn the keys right off the bat, and you do a little bit of practicing every so often. Talking about for the songs? Yeah. You can kind of do a fun little thing that I like to do when I'm on double duty. During school, 
If I finish everything and I get free time, I practice for Beauty and the Beast. Then during Beauty and the Beast rehearsals, I can practice for Fun Home. Then during Fun Home, I can practice for school. <laughs> it's like a love triangle. <laughs> and what about you, L? Because you're teaching at uh, UT, mm-hmm. but you're also now, um, you know, and, and you're always doing being called for voiceovers and commercials and everything like this. You were able to fit this into your schedule as the lead role. Yes, um, and UT is finishing up finals right now, and I'm I'm finishing up my grading for that, and I'm very much looking forward to being able to focus just on Fun Home. Um, our director, Jessica Holt, is fantastic. I've really enjoyed working with her as part of this process, and we are entering into week three. So the first week we did a lot of table work, which was sitting and talking about the character, talking about the story, making sure that we were all on the same page about the given circumstances, Mm -hmm. the storytelling that we were doing. And then we start doing rough blocking. Um, We did that the second week. And so now we are cleaning and fine tuning going into this weekend we will have our designer run for the designer so they can see so that's kind of our goal is to be off book and ready so it's okay. actually timed I was out ask, what's it's the actually deadline? timed out really it's actually timed out really nicely because when I was busier with teaching, yeah. um, we were doing table work. And now that that's coming out, I can spend more time. What was the, nicely for you. <laughs> it is. You it's crunch time for you. I got performances on... <laughs> I have the designer run and then I got two shows. That's right. Yes, on Saturday. Well, but you can handle yeah, it. You can handle it. I know right? you can. I mean, seriously, let's think about it. You know? Uh, and what's the deadline then to have everything memorized? Because it's different in musical theater and mm-hmm. opera. It's different in different genres. You know, in opera, you're expected to have it all memorized long before you even fly to the city for the first rehearsal. Right. Um, We don't have a hard and fast written down deadline. I think the expectation is that by Saturday, when we do the designer run, so that the designers can see as close as possible what the designers are set designers set designers costume designers lighting designers okay um, so that they can see obviously they've already done their designs by this point yeah but they can see all right well this is how the show is going to look maybe we need to make sure that this costume is quick rigged so because there's a quick costume change or they're going to exit stage left so that means the change has to happen stage left yeah. um you know the set the set designer can look and see oh well we were expecting to do x y and z but the way they're exiting there we should probably zhuzh it a little bit you know they can really That's just nice. see yeah. okay this is what it is on its feet and in practice and i so i think the expectation is is that by that time yeah we should be about 95 mm, percent there you go up a little bit you have to call a line totally fine now is that would that be still the opening opening night is june 2nd june 2nd is opening so well, yeah. this time that we're talking about by the time the zhuzhing would that be like two weeks before opening yes okay about two weeks before opening and that gives us plenty of time where we're really confident we can really delve deep because you got to get the scripts out of your hands so that you can truly make it your own um and take on the character as opposed to being really tied to yeah, the Yeah, I mean, you want to use your hands for every other thing, you know, to emote, to pick up a prop, to whatever you have to do. And make that connection between, although it's funny, being the person that doesn't exist in the world that's actually happening, yeah, yeah. that's something that we work on in rehearsal is not looking at me. Are you allowed to, like, walk through like a ghost? Yeah, I walk. I, my, my, my turn as Christmas present in, in Christmas Carol this past year um, has been very helpful in being it's, it's the... It's the hardest thing for us because they're like, yeah. when she's talking, don't look, don't look don't at her. Don't look at her. Don't look at her. 
She's not there. As far as you're concerned, she doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, can you use that at home? <laughs> can you say, tell your mom, like she'll say, look at me when I'm talking to you. He's like, no, no. You don't exist. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, uh, this is my method. <laughs> I get two hours more screen time because you don't exist. <laughs> well, LB, this might come back to bite you. I think it might. I think it might. <laughs> so when you're out and about, I mean, you mentioned some of these other great theaters that are in town. Mm-hmm. Um, where else do you like to go see shows? Do you, do you travel to New York to see shows? Where do, where do you like? What's the theater scene locally and, and on a bigger, regionally? I love getting to see stuff at Clarence Brown. Um, yeah. Went to go see Hair with actually some members of the, the Fun Home cast, nice. which was wonderful. Um, I saw the picture of the three Allisons going to see yes, Hair Yes, the together. three Allisons went to see Hair. We had a, we had a great time. Uh, I really like I, going out to Oak Ridge and, and oh, seeing yeah. things. Oh, yeah, the Playhouse. Mm-hmm, going out to the Playhouse, uh, Theater Knoxville downtown. Um, I like seeing stuff there as well. Yeah. I love getting out to see stuff um, I love the new play festival that the Tennessee Shakespeare oh, wow. does. Um, I directed uh, one of the staged readings this past uh, festival, the new play festival. Oh, congratulations! Which was which was a lot of which was a lot of fun, and um, I, there's so much wonderful art and theater that's being done around Knoxville. I yeah, like I mean, also there's a lot of great uh, musical concerts, and which mm-hmm. now if you had the opportunity to go see Mom one night and Dad the other night, which you probably do. You know, what are some of the memorable performances that uh, that you've seen them in? Um, I think Patsy Klein was really memorable, but that might have also been because Pat, we yeah. had I had those like six months of just hearing those songs over and over again. <laughs> oh, and always... I finally got to see the person she was singing them all to. <laughs> it was just like, mom. Who, who are you talking to? <laughs> always Patsy Klein. There, it was the always show. Patsy uh, Klein. <laughs> well. His shows are kind of... Mem- I don't remember anyone in particular. I don't mean to be oh. to my dad, but, like, they're not... Like, they're, he's good. <laughs> he's really good. <laughs> he also performs not here, so yeah. we don't go True. very often. Right, and you don't go but to I Japan think, to see your dad exactly. sing. Best, but he was in uh, Handel's think, Messiah, yeah. and he's going to be next year. I saw he's going to be in Verdi's Requiem, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about, because my wife sings in the Choral Society, so she's in that same show, but up in the back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think my favorite, like, theater here is... Just the children's theater and like the kids' playhouse because a lot of my friends, um, oh, yeah. my theater friends, um, like just like friends that I've been in shows at those places with, they're um, they are in a lot of those shows. And so kids' I guess playhouse is Oak Ridge, also, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's okay. Right, excellent. Well, it seems like there's a lot more opportunity than you would automatically assume because you know if you don't start googling and looking and paying attention, but once you once you're tuned into it. The the children's theater is definitely. I have a lot of friends who not school friends, like outside of school friends, that do a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Well, that was one thing that we were talking about with Zoe, who plays young Allison and her mom. Um, you know, they live in Brooklyn, yeah. and she was saying how wonderful it was to be here in Knoxville and see how much theater was happening. She said, you know, in New York, it's they have they have some children's theaters that um, that are that operate and then they have obviously like yeah, Broadway the highest she, level of right. professionalism and so there's really not a whole lot in between small professional theater things like that where you are doing like Zoe is now where you're yeah. performing with adults it's a professional show but it's not broad, you know. It's but, but it's also that necessary stepping absolutely. stone. There are many people from this area, yourself included, mm-hmm. who have been able to get 
the experience, get the do the reps like we talk about. Absolutely. You know, you got to get out there and do and do the exercises, do the reps, so that you ultimately can make it. Mm-hmm. All the way to Broadway, absolutely, or whatever your ultimate goal is, whether it's a movie right. or whether it's a you know, recording career, you know. or even and and this is something that I have come to realize about the making of theater and the making of art is that Broadway is wonderful and Broadway is great, but there is really fantastic art and theater to be made yeah. regardless My goal's of Netflix. location. <laughs> Your goal is Netflix. Be on Netflix. My goal's always been on Netflix. <laughs> Me and like Stranger well, Things Wednesday-esque show, that would be amazing. That, now that I'll say, in all fairness, the in, in the course of your lifetime, Netflix has gone from nothing to something. True. So we'll say that something similar, to, uh, analogous to a Netflix, because by the time another five years goes by, by yeah, the time well, you're out of high school yeah. or college, you know, it'll, it could be, Netflix could be old news, there'll be a new thing a new coming news. along. But so I understand the concept to have a show like, I love that show Wednesday. It was, yeah. It was fun, because I like the old Adams Family too. So um, that was fun for me to see the the same concept and the way they did yeah. the thing. And, yeah. The thing about that fun home is a lot of like my outfits and my shirts and stuff pulled straight out of Stranger Things. Like, oh, really? Like <laughs> it's eerily how similar the wardrobe that the designer gave. Is it me. the same years, same decade? It's same, mm-hmm. yeah, same decade clothing. So like it's so eerily similar. Where they find all the so stuff? So eerily similar to um, to the Mike Stranger Wheeler, Th- like all of his clothes. It's just so eerily similar. It's like yeah. pulled straight out of Mike Wheeler's ro- wardrobe. But you love it. it. Freaks. It's kind of just so eerily similar. I look at the outfit. I'm like, did they, just, did, did they go to Hollywood and like take this? Well, if it makes you feel any better, I think they shot Stranger Things in Atlanta. It wasn't that far from here. Yeah, oh, so they? they could have. You maybe they could have bought the old wardrobe. You might be wearing the same clothes. But yeah, it is. <laughs> Especially the scenes that you're in are about like late seventies, early eighties. Oh around, no, kidding! Around that time period. I remember those years. Oh, so do I. <laughs> there's been, I there's been a lot of. Good for you. There's there's been a lot of um, sharing of knowledge. There's one scene that the kids are in where they do this joke about um, land shark. Yes. The, and and I so I had that. to I had to pull no, it up on the. But still, like yeah. I pulled it up on for the everybody. Phone, so for they're everybody. all so like, they're all on the same level is, as you. This yeah. is what that joke means, and this is oh, why you know it was a big thing at the that's time. That's funny. You know, Candygram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The old Saturday Night Live bits. Yep. We used to do that all the times. So we didn't have internet. You I know. Land shock. Yeah, we didn't have <laughs> memes. You know, like you would probably do. You and your friends could probably rattle off the sound from a, a dozen memes that are relatively new, or even mm-hmm. sometimes. We'll, I know some people who just start singing that "Oh no, oh no" from uh, TikTok. <laughs> oh no, oh no. Um, but for us, we Saturday night, the open the door meme. Yeah, uh, I swear there are kids that get so in depth with those memes that they won't open the door for anyone who doesn't say "open the door." <laughs> <laughs> Or the new version of the Oh No is one, two, buckle my shoe, three, four, buckle some more, five, six, Nike kicks. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing me up to speed. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> or the nobody's gonna know. Yes. That's like a. Oh, okay. Old. See, I'm already old. Yeah, you because know, it's made it to Instagram. That's how we know it's old. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. If it's made it to Instagram or Facebook, it's old. True. But it's for true. Saturday, for us, Saturday Night Live was the thing. It's we would true. stay or up like, late and watch it. Or like the kids that would go to school and like the, yeah. um, and the like the uh, what the what the shirts with the um, with the beer the beer shirts the from that one commercial. 
Oh, the 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 frogs. Yeah. The bud, oh, the Budweiser the frogs. Budweiser frogs. Yeah. 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 Bud. Budweiser frogs. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this ha- this is fun. I mean, it's it literally is a fun home, probably at your house too. And fun home refers to a funeral home, which amuses me to no end. Um, do they have? Uh, I guess how much funeral home is in the show? I know it's mostly about the characters. I understand it's the characters. Not very much. Journey. Not a whole lot, especially like one scene. One yeah, scene. there's okay. a, there are a couple of the early we scenes again. We do get to again. dance on a casket. They just don't tell anyone. We get oh. to dance in and around a casket. Okay, I won't tell. Yes. I'm don't glad you said it right into my microphone, but I won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, especially the the scenes that deal a lot with with young Allison because yeah. that was just. That that was just part of their growing up. Yeah. That was their playground. Yeah. That's where I, they I have I have a friend um, whose family ran a funeral home here in Knoxville, mm-hmm. and that was the normal everyday life. You totally know, nor- yeah. it's Thanksgiving it's just... dinner, and Dad has to leave early to go do a pickup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so uh, you know, about a third of the play, I guess. Yeah, of course, yeah. sure, sure. And then uh, Allison's journey continues uh, to college, and then ultimately, as an adult, she went. Where did in real life? Where did Allison Bechtel end up? New York. Ended up in New York. Um, um, and she's still there, I assume. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, working as a cartoonist, and then um, and uh, garnered a lot of, of, mm-hmm. of fame, and that's what that she's known for. Also, um, is the one that if you've ever heard of the Bechtel test. For film and television, um, if something passes the Bechtel test, it means that you have at least two women on screen for a certain period of time talking about something that does not involve a man. <laughs> <laughs> and if something if something has that, then it passes the Bechtel oh, test. That's funny. As this, in terms of um, that's her, her, yeah, her personal like you know hilarious. barometer of whether something has strong female characters yeah, and a yeah. strong female storyline. Um, and, and this, go ahead. And speaking of strong, this mm-hmm. was so strong. This was on Broadway, right? It was indeed. Yes, um, they they turned the. Um, uh, the graphic novel into a musical. It won the Tony Award for Best Musical, Fantastic. Best Original Score, Janine Tesori and Lisa Crone. Um, and they were the first all-female writing team to win all these awards. The music is stunning, and it's beautifully written. Um, it's have, have ultimately been... a memory play, but it feels very... <sighs> it doesn't have that same sort of detachment that a lot of memory plays have. I think you really still feel like it's happening in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And you get very attached to the characters um, and get attached to the story and there's this sense of you know almost within the first minute what's going to happen because mm-hmm. Allison yes, says there. what's going to happen but you spend the whole play hoping that maybe it changes as Allison does of as well course. as she's digging through and processing these memories and something that has been very interesting for me working on it is that a lot of it deals with looking back on one's past with the benefit of where you are now as an adult yeah. and looking at your, say, your parents' decisions as an adult and saying, oh, now I understand why they made that decision that they made. They were just a person. They were human. Yeah. And they were a product of their environment, a product of their upbringing, of, of where they were in life. Um, and it's a really beautiful thing to watch. That's fantastic. Well, I, go ahead. And I see a lot of the adults talking about how this was their like big like they saw this in like their queer upbringing. I was like, I miss 
that opportunity. <laughs> I was like, I was alive, but I, I definitely got an entirely different, like, for, like, the big, oh, this exists, and it's a, like, you know, the big, like, thing that, like, show me, like, queer identity was an entirely different thing. Yeah, but, Netflix yeah. show, Heartstopper. That was, right. like, they're always talking, like, oh, this was, like, my big queer thing. This is our, my story, and we're excited to hear your stories with coming to the show, show and I, I'm just, like, Oh, yeah. But that's everyone is different in that yeah. regard, you know? Everyone I mean, that's. Uh, and has. It, 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 this was uh, groundbreaking in terms of, like you mentioned, uh, first lesbian lead character, mm-hmm. first all female writing crew. I mean, has that broken the, the ceiling and have there been more since then? I believe so, but I think. Oh, I think that so. What, I yeah, so. and what. But what I do think makes this even so special is that, yes, it's Allison's coming out story it's dealing with with her revelations and her um and that of her dad's but it also it's it's really a universal story of a father and a daughter of of a family with secrets and how secrets that we hold ultimately tear away at us a Mm -hmm. little bit Mm -hmm. um and and is something that we can we can all relate to. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to keep things bottled and up. Mm. I've heard people talk like, oh, this might, like, talking, in, at least in the cast, about how their friends have been like, oh, this might not be a story I relate to because I'm not queer and I'm not coming out. And there's a lot of things, and I know we can't really play this song right now because of plagiarism, but there's a lot of songs <laughs> and stuff in the show that, like, really apply to everyone. Like, there's a song called Ring of Keys yeah. that really applies to everyone. It's a song, it's a show about growing up yes. as much as it is. It's a show about growing up and discovering up. who you are, even if it's not in the aspect of your sexuality or your gender identity. Well, dealing with the death of a parent is, I mean, in my opinion, the birth of a child and the death of a parent are the two most life-changing things that I've ever experienced. And... Um, you know, and my dad died when I was fairly young. So it's, it, it changes you. Mm-hmm. It changes your perspective on life. You start to think, oh, there's a deadline. There's a finish line, and I, need, I'm, I might be closer to it than I think. Yeah. And that's, um, so there's that whole, that whole layer, the life and death layer, too. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about Fun Home is that it deals with all of these really serious, weighty issues. Yeah. But it's really funny. With Motown-style music. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> because Alison Bechtel, at her core, is a cartoonist. Oh. And she has a beautiful, dry, witty sense of humor. And, and it's really funny. <laughs> and we have to mention Carol Shane. Yes. Who is my friend. She's involved in the music of, uh, of the show, right? Mm-hmm. She's a um, musical director and then playing um, the piano in the, in, the, in the band, in the orchestra. Carol, I can still do the New York Times crossword puzzle faster than you. <laughs> Which I, she deliberately, she loves, she's got her method. She likes to take her pencil uh-huh, uh-huh. and do it on paper and, it's in, and luxuriate in it. Whereas I do it on the app and I race against the clock and try to do it in as fast time as possible. <laughs> so we're at the opposite ends of the crossword puzzle spectrum, but we still both appreciate a good puzzle. <laughs> I'm just amazed you can do it in the first. I get, I get like three in and then I'm like, yep, nope, I can't, don't know the rest of it. Can you guys try it in the first place? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, when you get to be older, it helps you with your, uh, your brain development. Uh, that's I what just they say. play that one word game, and I have her tell me all the answers. A wordle? The, no, the one with the, the uh, wheel. Wordscapes. Yes. Wordscapes. Yeah. I just play wordscapes and have her tell me all the answers. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it does, it does, while I'm driving, which is really hard when you're not looking at the letters. I bet, yeah. Really yeah. work your brain on that. <laughs> and right. then I can get to level 552, and then I'll <sighs> notice it. 
Fantastic. And everyone's like, oh, you're so smart. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, you are. Well, <laughs> I am very smart. There's no doubt about that. Well, I am very smart. Well, Lillian and LB, I'm glad you were here. Um, thank you for joining thank me on the show. Thank you uh, You can go to riverandrailtheater.com for all the tickets and information about this uh, production of Fun Home running June 2nd through the 18th mm-hmm. at the Old City Performing Arts Center, which is on uh, State Street. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I have to park... Like over by um, Southern, not Southern Railway, what is it called? Uh, well, there's several places, yeah. there's You can either park in the, the public lot that yeah, is right over across there, the street, yeah. uh, right across Jackson. Um, there's also a lot with um, meters that, of course, after six, oh, um, that's the good. meters yeah. are free. Over by the O.P. Jenkins Furniture there oh, on right, right. Um, Summit? Summit, it's like Summit, it's Summit yeah. Hill and Gay Street you area. Can't park in the parking lot across you the street. You cannot park, Don't in, the park in the parking lot across the street. <laughs> oh, thank That's you for that. That's made for... this mistake so many times. Don't do it. You will get towed because it's an apartment building that, that has yeah. those spaces. And so yeah. don't do it. But it's on. There's plenty of places <laughs> to park on either end. And of course, you can enjoy all of the wonderful restaurants and such that are in Old City yeah. before you come and have 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 a meal. Well, yeah, take a walk around town. Actually, you know what? Challenge town? yourself. Yeah. My wife and I did this recently after. Uh, a Marble City Opera thing. We parked down at St. John's and walked all the way to the other end of town, had dinner, and oh, walked all the way back. Because, yeah. you know, you can just get the steps in, too, while you're Absolutely. Out. Get your yeah. steps in and, uh, and come. It's a, and it's a beautiful space. It's the old ice factory. I didn't um, know that. The, the old I've, seen, I've seen two or three shows there, but I didn't know Yeah, that. it's the old ice factory. And I, what I love about it is that because of the way it's configured and because it's a found space, it was not originally built as a theater, it's a found space, the moment you walk in the space, it really is an immersive experience. The designers always take it yeah, and include the entire space when you walk, you know, as part of, of the, the set, set design. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's my one of my favorite places to go see shows nice. uh, here in town for that very reason, because you walk in and you're just immediately immersed in the world of a play, which Good. I love. And Good. don't spam text the actors. We're not going to pick up. You know who you are. <laughs> it happens to me every performance. You know who you are. Yeah, Dad. <laughs> it's never him. And you do it to her, too. You know who you are. <laughs> okay, this is you getting funny. You know who you are. <laughs> well, on that note, let's wrap it up and send you on your way so you can go study and, and do all your... you got to practice for uh, Beauty and the Beast, and you got to mm-hmm. practice for Fun Home, and you got to practice for school. That's Let right. you go do all those things. You did a wonderful job, and you're a fun person, and you're a great actress. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Lillian and LB, of course. Thank you so yeah, much. Always, you're always welcome back uh, anytime. And uh, tell Dad that he's invited to be on the PBS show next time we have tapings, okay? Sounds great. He's got to be in the country, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he can't be in Tokyo. He's got to be, he's gotta be here. Uh, so uh, riverandrailtheater.com, and the show is Fun Home, June 2nd through the 18th. This is the Frank and Friends Show. My name is Frank Murphy. Lillian Crawford. Laura Beth Wells. And we'll talk to you again next time. Thanks for watching.